I'm Emily Hirsch, and this is the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Attention innovators, influencers, creators, and game-changing entrepreneurs, your internet domination begins right here. We are the powerhouse marketers that you've been looking for. You're already making waves in your industry, and we're here to help amplify those waves of change by creating a connection that cuts through the noise. We take everything you've built inside your zone of genius and find its audience. With killer strategy and laser eye for impact, we launch multi-million dollar campaigns and skyrocket your reach online. And now we are doing the unheard of. We're unveiling everything we've learned, taking you behind the scenes with the Hirsch Marketing Team and giving away the secrets to our clients' success. Stay tuned for top converting strategy, ROI reports, and insider knowledge that you won't find anywhere else. You're changing the world and we're the team to help. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. If you are a regular listener and welcome to all my new friends, if you're new, I am currently at the time of recording this, um, getting ready to bring myself and my three kids. Sometimes I can't even believe it when I say that, like I have three kids. Holy crap. I have three kids. Does anybody else do that? (laughs) It just happened so fast. Um, I am going to be going to California for one month, leaving the Texas heat um, for like four and a half weeks and go stay with my mom. My husband's coming for like a part of it, but bless him. He does not want to stay at his in-laws house for a month, so don't blame him. Um, but I, I, we live in Texas, but I really don't like it here in the summer. <laughs> I mean, I like it here. It's good. Like I like my friends and my house and my yard, but I can only go outside basically from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. And then it's so hot. So I'm super excited to be in Northern California by the beach. Um, My old, like I grew up in that town, so I knew everybody there and just friends and coffee shops I love and all that. So by the time this comes out, I will be there and love and life. But it's a lot of work to get myself and three kids ready to go for one month. I, I shipped like literally 100 things through Amazon to my mom, like diapers, crafts, toys, because I'm like, I'm not bringing all this stuff. So we'll just send it there. So did that and actually got help while I'm there and nanny and my mom has somebody who cooks food for her. So she's going to cook food for me. So exciting. Anyways, so today I am pumped. Um, I'm going to be talking about numbers, which if y'all know me, I talk about numbers a lot and I actually am titling, titling this episode, numbers are everything because they are. So I am just kind of like rolling around in data and numbers today because we run our company um, July through June on an annual basis. So not finances or anything, but just like goals and actual like company planning because we don't like to do annual planning around Christmas time. It just like doesn't work out very well. And so I got this recommendation from someone and have done it for the last two years. But basically we set revenue goal, client goal, um, any annual company goals we set at the end of June. Um, so I just did that and we're going into July like fresh and it's super cool. Like, you know, you have that feeling in January when you're like starting a new year and you set your resolutions or whatever, but it's kind of fun to do it in the middle of the year too <laughs> for your company. So I am deep into numbers because we set, you know, our revenue goal for the next year. We set the number of active clients we want on our roster for the next year. We set the number of Ignite students that we need to, or we want to sell in the next year. Um, And then we set a retention rate goal. So those are my four goals that we set 
um, in our company. So we have four annual objectives and then those drive our quarterly objectives, which drive our monthly objectives, which drive our weekly commitments. Alex Sharfin's cadence laid out for you, um, but which is amazing. So anyway, so what I wanted to talk about is, is numbers because I um, talk a lot about numbers in your marketing and how you need to know your ad spend and how that drives, you know, your sales goal drives your ad spend and all the numbers in between from cost per lead, cost per purchase, cost per conversion, conversion rate, cost per application, all of those steps. You need to have goals and then you need to actually track against it. But what I want to talk about here is just how numbers can drive almost everything and the process that we just went through with our annual planning because you can take all of this information that we talk about about numbers like directly correlating to your ads and your marketing and apply it to your whole business. So what we did is we just set our revenue goal, right? And then we took that that revenue goal. I didn't just pull that out and be like, it would be nice to make this much money. <laughs> um, we set a goal based on okay, here's where we're at right now. How many clients do we think that we can sign basically every single month for the next 12 months? And that what's that retention rate that we're gonna, that we believe we can achieve and also are gonna aim to achieve? And then how many clients can we end up with in a year? And if our average client payment is X, what is that equal for revenue? And so my, your, none of like, none of your goals that you set that are numerical based, which a lot of goals should be because then you can actually measure them should just be like guessed. Like a lot of times what I hear entrepreneurs do is they'll be like, well, I want to make $10 million. Okay. Well, what would that require? And so then you have to backtrack and be like, okay, well, if I want to make $10 million, I have to sell X amount of my product or service. And if I have to sell X amount of my product or service, that means I have to get X amount of applications or X amount of webinar registrants. So it's still related to your marketing, but your big business goal, you can also take into consideration where you're currently at any like consistent organic traffic or data you get. So for example, we know, so we have data upon data. Like I, I track a lot of data, but one thing is you don't just track data to track it. Like you take that and then you have to create summaries and, and conclusions based on it. So when we are setting these goals, I'm looking back at like the last 12 months and I'm looking at what was our, what's our average sales conversion percentage? What is our average qualified application percentage? What's our average show up rate? And, and kind of plugging all that in to get out, okay, if I want to sign, you know, 10 new clients a month, this is how many applications I need based on all of these numbers. So for planning purposes, it it's very beneficial that you've got backtrack data. Every single month, the Hirsch marketing team manages over $1 million in ad spend on Facebook and Instagram alone. All of this data is compiled and collaborated on by the Hirsch marketing team into one incredibly valuable report released every single month to the public. You can get instant access to the Hirsch marketing report every month by going to hirschmarketingreport.com. This report is completely free to our audience and contains insider knowledge that nobody else is sharing. If you want behind the scenes access to top converting strategies, actual ads we've tested and the latest Facebook changes, the Hirsch Marketing Report is for you. Go to hirschmarketingreport.com and get access to all the future and past reports right now.
When you plan a goal, an, a, a big company goal, whether it's an annual goal, a quarterly goal, a monthly goal, you can't just pull it out of the thin air and be like, this sounds cool. Or like, this feels like the right number. Let's go do it. You've got to backtrack and have actual numbers connected to it of like what's the milestones to achieving that goal so for us if we have a revenue goal we know the two ways we drive revenue is through clients or ignite students so then we've got a number attached how many new clients every month and this whole next year do we need to sign to accomplish that revenue goal how many ignite students do we need to sell to in order to accomplish that revenue goal how much of that revenue goal is ignite versus agency like I had to separate that out okay what's doable and then going a layer deep okay if I want to sell this many clients then I need this many applications based on all of our data based on our close rate our application qualified rate our our show up rate to the calls and you can calculate all of this and then actually get a solid number of, okay, I need this many applications every single month to hit all the goals above it. Same with Ignite. If I sell it through a webinar, how many registrants do I need? If I'm going to do a launch and I want to sell, so we're doing a, we're doing a bigger launch in the fall where about half of the sales will come from. Um, so I know, okay, if I need to sell this many in the fall, then I need to have this many people signed up for my live launch experience, right? And so now what it does is it creates so much clarity about where we're going for the team. Like, okay, if we want to achieve these big goals that might, especially for your team, if you have a team member, like to you, you're kind of like, well, I know we can do that because you, you, you believe it. You're an entrepreneur. You go after it. But for your team, it's like might seem very far off or it might seem like, okay, whatever. It's just a number. But if you break it down with the actual steps and the milestones that you have to take to get there, then you will create so much more clarity and success for your entire team. So now when we go into our quarterly planning or our monthly planning, we're coming back to those goals and we're like, okay, where are we at? Like, are we hitting that application number every month? Are we hitting the close rate? Are we hitting the show up rate? Are we hitting the webinar signups? Like whatever all those goals are. Um, so I truly believe that having this clarity in your company is so important. And the other reason I did this podcast is I have a friend and client who she's a friend. So I'm supporting her with her ads a little bit and just kind of helping her like go a lot deeper with her funnel um, and just giving her some advice. But there, there was a moment where she's like, well, I don't know if this is working or I don't know if I should do this or this or this. And kind of that feeling, you know, when, when you want to just like change everything because it's not necessarily working exactly how you wanted. And in this case, it was like, it was starting to work, but it just didn't feel fast enough. And so she wanted to change everything and was like, I don't know which thing to choose or how many of these things I should do. And I just brought it back to the numbers. Like, let's go into the spreadsheet. Let's look at the last three days data, the last seven days data, the last month's data and figure out what we need to do and just come back to here was our goals here's where we're at like we're really close here we're far off here there's action items associated with each number goal and so when you come back to numbers you really like it's calming because it's not this far off like well I have the sales goal and I'm not reaching it and I don't know what to do so I'm just gonna hustle and I'm gonna work harder and I'm gonna do more and I'm gonna change this and I'm gonna do this and a new funnel new product new offer new messaging new audience whatever it is like how often do we do that where we're maybe not hitting our goals or growing as fast as we want 
but we don't maybe even have the clarity of what that means. But so we just like create a bunch of to do's and things that we have to go fix or implement or build new or launch something new because we're trying to accomplish that goal, but we're not even clear what that means. And so if you break down everything in, in your business with, you know, these big number goals that will drive your marketing, that will drive your sales, that will drive even your delivery and your operations. So what, what we do is we have, so we have this revenue goal and then we created everybody who would contribute to that revenue goal. So I set this, I set these numbers with, um, with my leadership team. So we then created like, okay, well, if this is our revenue goal, who contributes to this? Obviously everybody does hang with me if you're like wait no don't you isn't it like growth but so the marketing team right would contribute to signing new clients getting new applications the sales team would contribute to the close rate the quality of the leads uh the show up rate all of those things then our operations and delivery team is contributing to the retention and the referrals and the actual client's experience and so we all play a part and we all have metrics attached to that part so the marketing team has metrics like how many leads, how many applications, how many calls booked. Sales team has close rate, show up rate. And then operations team has retention rate, referrals, and how, you know, satisfaction rate of our clients. And so everybody owns their part. And if everybody is clear what part they own to that goal and like what their milestone is, what their goal is within the goal we can all work together collectively and clearly and get momentum in that, you know, with that goal. So we just did our annual planning where we did that and we clarified all of that. And, and I just feel, it just feels so clear. It just feels like, okay, well, this is totally possible. I want to note one more thing here. This is just kind of a side note, but it's important. So I used to like as an entrepreneur and you're probably like this too, like I set pretty out there goals you know, I have high expectations and I, I oftentimes think I can grow faster than I really can and set goals that I may not even reach because they're so high, but it doesn't matter to me because I don't really care about the goal. I care more about like the journey to get to the goal. And once I get there, I'm like, okay, what's next? Let's go to the next level. Let's raise it up. And I've always been like that until I met Alex Sharfin, who explained that your team needs to accomplish goals and feel like they're winning. And like the general population, like not entrepreneurs, don't want to show up and feel like they're losing every day. So once I learned that a couple of years ago, we shifted our goals that we set so that we can win. And so we actually like undershoot our revenue goals and our client goals. We do this on a monthly basis too. Like if we think we can launch 10 new clients, we put eight. If we think we can launch, you know, eight, we put six because we just want to, we want to win. We want to meet our goal like middle of the month instead of end of the month. And at first I was like, that's stupid because then you're kind of teaching your team to like not try hard enough or like low ball it or whatever. But I've watched, it's not true. I watch my team now, like on the huddle, for example, when we are meeting our goal in the middle of the month and we have all this momentum and we launched four or five clients in one week. And how excited they are about that and how serious they take the goals when they actually feel like they can accomplish the goals versus when it's like, here's our goal, but we never meet our goal. So it's kind of a fake goal. <laughs> like we don't really care about it type of message because we're ne like it's an impossible to achieve goal. They just like kind of it's just there, right? They don't get excited about it because why would they if they're kind of set up 
to lose. So that's one thing to note. Like when we just did our annual planning and we set our revenue goal, I did have a moment where I'm like, that's it. Like, I think we knew way more than that. So what I did was I set my own goal, like privately, like, okay, this is the goal that the team has. This is the goal we're going to crush. It won't be that hard for us. And I know we can absolutely crush it. But my personal goal is a little bit higher than that. But I'm going to keep that to myself, write it down, review it, you know, and that's fine. And I, I really didn't like believe that this worked, but it really does. Like if you get your team hooked on setting goals and then achieving those goals and really excited about like crushing them, they will all be so much more excited about being a part of that and a part of accomplishing whatever it is, like sales, leads, you know, accomplishing even a project. If you make the timeline impossible, then they won't be excited about it and they won't really, you know, care because it will feel like a fake goal, which to us entrepreneurs, a lot of times that's fine. Like I don't care because I just, you know, move to the next thing or, um, I just care more about the journey than the goal, but, but your team really does care about accomplishing that goal. So that's just one thing to note. So anyways, summary of this episode that I just want to to really emphasize for you guys is that numbers are everything in your business. And so often I have conversations with entrepreneurs, whether they're at an event, on a group training I'm doing, on a guest training I'm doing for somebody else's audience, in conversations with my own friends. And so often people are like overwhelmed or they're confused or they're frustrated about something in their business that most of the time can get clarity through numbers where they're like, well, this thing isn't working or we're not selling enough of this or this isn't converting and I don't know what the problem is. Maybe marketing doesn't work for me. Maybe my salesperson is broken and like they don't know, but they know there's a problem and that feeling that sucks, that feeling. And a lot of times a situation like that can have clarity with numbers because once you get clarity with the numbers and you have okay here's the expectation here's where we should be here's our goals here's what we believe we can accomplish versus the reality here's where we're at here is um you know what we're actually doing and you can compare those two that tells you where the problem is and when you have clarity around where a problem is or where you need to put your energy and effort and time, you're able to go fix it, which will move you forward, which will get you out of that frustration or confusion or overwhelm that you're maybe feeling. So the way that starts is with numbers and really honing in on and focusing on what are our numbers? What's our data? What's our goals? Like, where are we now? Where do we want to be? What are we achieving for? What are we striving for? And then how are we going to get there? What are like many milestones? The other mistake people make is they'll set like a big annual goal and they'll be like, okay, go like achieve it in 12 months. Okay. But what does that mean for like this month right now today? How are we going to move forward to that goal right now? And that's really important too, because your team can't see like that. Your team can't see like, oh, a whole year, you know, multi-million dollar goal for the year and then be like, okay, great, what do I do today to get me to, you know, to to help and be a part of accomplishing that goal? And it's not just show up at their job. They need to know like what part of my job contributes to us accomplishing this goal because everyone in the company, whether they're delivery, sales, marketing, operations, whatever, is contributing to those big goals in your company. And you, you wanna clarify for your team how they're a part of it so they know 
when they don't do a good job with that or they struggle with that, how that impacts the big goal of the company and where the company is going. All right, you guys. So numbers are everything. Two things. Set goals with numbers. Work backwards from those goals so you have a step and a milestone all the way down to today. This is what we're doing to drive it forward. Second thing is track your actual data so that you can even set better goals. If I went into my planning and I didn't know how many applications we've been getting every month, how many calls, our average close rate, our show up rate, you know, our conversion rate on webinars, all those things. If I didn't know any of those things, it would make it a lot harder for me to set goals. You're guessing and you're trying to pull it off of averages, which you have to do in the beginning. But once you start getting data, you don't have to do that. And you're able to set goals that actually feel super achievable because you're basing it off of real live data. So track your actual results and actual momentum so that then you can compare that to your goals and you're able to set realistic expectations of what you should be doing and how you're going to get there and your whole team is on the same page and it is so beautiful. All right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in and I will see you all on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Go behind the scenes of multi-million dollar ad campaigns and strategies Dive deep into the Hirsch process and listen to our most popular episodes over at hirschmarketingunderground.com. If you loved this episode of the podcast, do me a favor and head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives with this content. That's all for now, and I'll catch you next time.